What's up, guys? Welcome to episode three of the game. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Graham Gannett. I'm Haley Elder. I'm Jonas Cisneros. This week, we're going to be playing some games, asking some questions, and talking about red flags too later. Um, yeah, do you guys want to jump in and and uh, pull a question? Yeah, so mm-hmm. we have a bowl here, and we have 13 questions that we're going to ask each other. Um, should I go first? Yeah, you're the youngest. Is that how that... Yeah, I guess that's... Uh, okay, number six. Do you believe in unconditional love? Um, no, I don't think so. I want to say yes, because I'm like, I would love my mother and my sister and my father, no matter what they did. But I think certain things might, like, make me unable to, like, love them in the same capacity. You know what I mean? Like, what things? Definitely with relationships. Like, I don't believe in unconditional love. Because I think that's, like, unhealthy to be like, oh, I would love you even if you did the worst things imaginable to me. Like, I don't think that people should think that, you know, like have that mindset in relationships. But I don't know. You asked what it would take for me to like not love my mother anymore. (laughs) I, you know, and maybe now that I'm like thinking about it, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if there is anything. What if she like murdered your sister? See, that might, that might be something. (laughs) <laughs> that would be something wouldn't it <laughs> what about you guys so jonna go ahead um i also share that opinion the only beings that like love something unconditionally are dogs to their owners and that's because they would literally die without their owner i think if humans love each other unconditionally it's super unhealthy and super codependent and it's just one of those things that have been like preached to us that's just just not healthy like all love should have conditions and all relationships should have things that it's like if you do this if you don't do this uh this isn't gonna work uh we it's just boundaries and you can't unconditionally love someone without boundaries i mean even like my mother and my brother like if i burned my mom's house down and stole all her money like i don't think she'd love me and that's a condition you know well and maybe she'd love you but just like not be able to you know like associate with me yeah yeah exactly (laughs) which so i don't know maybe it's Maybe it's not about the love itself. It's more about like the boundaries of the relationship. I feel like I believe in unconditional love because I think I can love someone like regardless of their actions. And like you can like hate what they did to you or like hate the things that they do. But like I like I'll still always love someone. Yeah, Mm. that's that's a valid point. I I was hoping you would go on the (laughs) other side, which I feel like that's going to be a common theme is me and Jana having like kind of cynical like it doesn't exist and then you being like oh love is perfect (laughs) i mean i do agree with you in the sense that like i don't think love is like a finite resource i think that you can have immeasurable amounts of love for like anybody like strangers just for the sense that they're like human like i love the lady that does my eyebrows i love her she will never know (laughs) but i love her and i love my barista and i love like everybody I come in contact with because they're like breathing humans but that doesn't mean that I have to like subject myself to some kind of like abuse and in a relationship specifically I don't think unconditional love in between people who are together I I just think it's really codependent I don't know I feel like even outside of a relationship like I can like look at like the things that like my exes have done to me and like I still have love for them like no matter how dirty they did me or like and it's like I have those boundaries where like obviously I don't want a relationship with them anymore and I don't want them in my but life you still but have that love yeah mm-hmm. like I kind of I can I can I, understand I, I because I still have love too. for people for like my first like real love yeah like there's still like that feeling there there's an homage to the to like the fact that like that was a person whom I loved for a time But, like, I don't think I have, like, love for them. Like, my first love, it's, like, I recognize that he was a really big part of my life for a period of time. And we simply grew apart. And I can love those memories I have with him. However, I, like... It's not, like, a current love. No. It's, like, the memories and the past you love. And the feelings are there in that regard. But, like, not maybe, like, 
if they called you and like needed your help, you know, that you would like, or okay. I don't know. If you know they called I mean? me and needed my help, anybody could call me who needed my help and I would immediately drop everything for them. Simp. That it's not no, even I'm just kidding. Like, That's like a not rando. even a relationship. Thing. Like a, a, I'm like the crisis friend. Like people call me when there's a crisis and I, so that different, but well, I think this is also like, we only have one word for love and there are definitely like five types. And so perhaps it's like there is a type of love, that agape love that is unconditional that you can agape. just have. Agape. I've heard that before. It's the five different types of love. Look it up. It's really There's cool. There's a rapper named Agape, and he's a Christian rapper, and I <laughs> met him once. Yikes. I mean, that's cool. Um, I think that's his name. Um, but, like, that's, like, unconditional. And there's, like, phileo, which is, like, for your friends. Fellatio. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, like, eros, which is, like lustful you know attraction and infatuation and so perhaps like this is a sense of like in our english definition of love unconditional love may not exist however there are so many different types of love and so many different expressions of love that can be unconditional without being damaging yeah it doesn't is yeah. that can, yeah can I we think kind of I, all agree we kind of yeah have a similar have a consensus. so i was gonna ask this is detracting from our game but i have a question do you guys believe in true love or soulmates? <laughs> you guys both, they both went in so fast. They were both ready. Haley, go ahead. I do. Um, I didn't until I started dating Mark. But Ooh. this is like really lame. But like we both remember like the first time that we saw each other. And like we've always just had like this weird like connection to each other and like we've had like the same group of friends a and, like, spark as jonna said in no it wasn't two. even like a spark it was just like like we Twin it, like felt flames. like we <laughs> it felt like we've like known each other for like a long time and, that's like, very wholesome yeah I love that. <laughs> so i don't know i do just because of mark but like before i dated mark and like when from when i knew him till we started dating it was just like oh i want to be with him which i just feel like and he's agreed, but like it like hasn't worked out in like our lives. Like oh, we had like, like it just didn't work until now. Kinda, yeah, like a timing thing. Yeah. So I believe in true love. So you think you guys kind of were like in this like friends and not friends, and then now, you know, that was meant to be. Yeah. Kind of a thing, and now you're you're where you you were meant to be. Yeah. <sighs> Envy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Jana. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think your soulmates out there? I'm very torn because um, at the core of my personality, there's like a little bit of hope. Like the biggest cynics are the most hopeless romantics. However, um, I really think Wait, that. really? Cynic equals hopeless romantic? We'll have that conversation later. Um, but. I feel like the most hopeful positive people are the hopeless romantics. I think hope and positive and optimism are different but we can talk about that another okay time. yeah sorry go um ahead. no it's all good um but at the end of the day like when you think about it i think most intrapersonal relationships that we have are out of convenience you know a lot of people's best friends was best friend was like someone they just got sat next to in the first grade um i think that out, there are so many people out there and like love comes down to compatibility and so i don't think there's one perfect person out there and i think that's a really like almost like rude thing to say to someone like if someone's spouse dies and that was the love of their life telling them you're they're never gonna find their like true love um i think that like love comes down to compatibility and if you mesh really well and some people mesh better and some people mesh worse um or poorly that was in english um but i'm very torn but at the end of the day i'm kind of like i think you can have multiple great loves in your life yeah, without one without being like... Without one being like your, your soulmate. soulmate. And some people do meet their soulmate. Like, I'm still, like, hippy-dippy, and I'm like, twin flames do exist occasionally. Um, but... I hope there's I don't a soulmate think there out is. there for me. I don't think there's a perfect person. And I actually will go even deeper into that opinion and say that people that fully and totally believe in, like, there's just one perfect person out there for me... That's a defense mechanism it. and it, they're just going to be nitpicky and they're never going to find that person. Cause yeah, like it's love, like a, like it's like if you idealize love like that, it's going to be really hard for you to like work on a relationship because yes. you're like, 
why work on this relationship now when there's somebody out there who's just going to mm-hmm. be so like a perfect match and like it's it, going to take no effort. It's like, so you don't want to put that effort like in. Per, like that, like love is a choice at the end of the day and you choose to love the less likable things about a person that you do love. And you don't have to like, that doesn't mean like you have to take abuse or take a like. No, but loving the little things that like. That might not be likable. <laughs> you know, like you hear like people that have been married for like 50 years and be like, I don't wake up every morning and like like all the things about my husband or like all the things about my wife but i i choose to love them every day um so that also goes into that like everybody's journey is different but at the end of the day it almost always comes down to convenience like you will most likely settle down with someone that you just happen to live within 20 miles in i was gonna say when i asked me (laughs) i said roast me oh yeah (laughs) Like I was, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say when I asked that question, I was thinking about like, like if there is one true soulmate or the person, it, it, like to think about it differently, like the person you are most compatible with in the entire world, 7 billion people, it's like, of course, it's going to be in the same state, in the same city, because you guys have had most like most similar of experiences, like growing up and living your life because you're growing up in the same, you know, like nurture versus nature, but like, mm-hmm. like nurture having, you know, like if you're living in the same place and doing similar things, it's like, of course you guys are going to be more compatible. So it's like your soulmates are really the people you're closest with. There are whole sociological right theories about how every person. <laughs> <laughs> Haley, what? what? Do you want to repeat that? Um, I just said Donna and Graham are soulmates, and that was what the laughter was about. But anyways, um, <laughs> soup snakes. There are <laughs> um, there are full like sociological <laughs> theories that like every relationship and every friendship at the end of the day comes simp- is already decided for us by our circumstances. Like oh, I don't think that's true. Every- I believe in free will. I don't believe in predestination. I do believe in free will. Why do you look at me like that, Haley? Like free will isn't a thing. I feel like it's not a thing, but that's I not. feel like we're... Because Haley believes in God's different. plan. Every time <laughs> I listen to a little bit too much Bob... Oh, I can't speak. Every Bob time Marley? I smoke too much weed, <laughs> I think we are a simulation and nothing is real, so... I do. Who's the who's the like grandmaster of this like universe who's like pulling all the strings now? Star seeds. Uh, interdimensional aliens yeah. definitely not humans like something that we can't even comprehend like the creator they... of rick and morty is just like pulling all the strings sure <laughs> do we want to remove on, on to on. the next question <laughs> okay D- next question yeah time for question two um jana you want to pick the second yes it's gonna be so loud i know question one have Are you we taking them out? Yeah, make sure you don't put yeah. them back in. Have you ever had a pregnancy scare? <laughs> mom, go ahead and stop listening to this podcast <laughs> oh, she knows. right now. I talk to my mom about everything. Um, oh, I was talking about mine, but yeah. Oh, go, no, no, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've had a few. Um, all with the same person. My most recent ex, Pull shout out, game out motorcycle. We just both didn't like condoms. <laughs> and I was very, and whenever he wanted to have sex, Who I was like, like, okay. No one. Smart people. <laughs> no one here. <laughs> but like, actually though, like, safe sex is good sex. Safe sex is good sex. It's but really important. But I also, did, I did pull. And then I was really lazy about getting plan B. And so I waited a few days because I just love to feel that adrenaline rush. Um, and I, then I did, this is just stressing me out. To listen to. <laughs> then I did the abortion cocktail, which is 800 PCP. milligrams of ibuprofen. Oh. And then I think it's like a, th- like 3000 milligrams of vitamin C. I did not know that was a thing. You chug it and for chug it once a day th- for three days. It's supposedly supposed to get anything out of there. I didn't get pregnant. That could totally be a myth. When are they going to come out with male birth control? That's what I'm wondering. It's called a vasectomy. Well, okay, yeah, but that's like it's reversible. It is, but like it's not supposed to be. Re- you know snip, what I mean? Snip. Like I don't uh, think it's healthy to reverse a vasectomy. Because pumping women's bodies full of hormones is healthy. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying like we need better. They've like for both, worked but on better it. for men. I just yeah. They've worked on it, but men are like the side effects are too much. 
and we're like, are you? Do they say that? That is a thing. No, like when I, I took birth control articles. like two months ago, I literally just cried every single day. I didn't leave my bed. I didn't do anything. Yeah, I needed to it, do. was it a new was, one that you started? Yeah, like I had just started taking birth control for the first time. Yeah, which one was it? The just, combination or was it progestin? I don't know, honestly. I feel like so many people close to me have had terrible experience. Whether it's the the depo or depo shot or whatever, that or Nuva rings or like. The IUD hurts. IUDs. Have you ever seen the meme of there's like a baby that like a newborn baby holding an IUD <laughs> and he's just like, "What's up? You try to you try to stop this? You can't stop me." What about you guys? Have you guys had pregnancy scares? Yes. <laughs> Haley, go ahead though, because I feel like it's more it's different when you're. Would a you woman. get rid of the baby? Wait, if, hold on. Let me answer the okay. other question. Yeah. I have a really irregular cycle, so almost every month I'm like, Oh, oh. my god! <laughs> oh, no. But, and there has been a time. Your life's actually, a horror movie. Yeah. Like, last year, this is kind of a funny story, but I was talking to this boy, and my period was, like, three weeks late, and I, like, didn't tell him or anything, but he was like, you know, maybe I need some space. And I was like, that's really cool. Um, I like, great timing <laughs> yeah. there, bud. <laughs> um but I wasn't, obviously, was not pregnant. Um, would you, if you did get pregnant now, that would, just would you take flush a, that baby right I think we, yeah, <laughs> I think, I, I'm guessing we're all pro-choice. Pro oh, yeah. Here. Not no, to get super political. I wouldn't even tell the guy. I would just march my ass to the women's center yeah. and just, he doesn't need to know. But, like, obviously, I'm safe about it so that it doesn't have to come down to that. I just get scared like every other month because I have a really weird cycle. So. I, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but it's a very interesting dynamic at Planned Parenthood. Like when you're sitting in the lobby and you, you all like, you know, if there's a couple people waiting around, it's like, it's like this very like unspoken, like you don't make eye contact. Like, it's just like weird. You know what I mean? Like no, more I've so than experienced a, that, you've but. never been there or you've never. Both. I don't know. I just feel like it's an odd. I'm sitting there waiting and I'm just like. Do, 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 do. and everyone's like i don't know like i feel like it it's more shameful than it needs to be oh 100%. even when you're just doing normal healthcare stuff it does not need you to know. be shameful at all right and but it feels it's... like that for well, some reason like it feels weird like you know we're based in a puritanical society like, it's so quiet at the clinic like oh my gosh i'm picturing like the dmv but like but worse. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hopefully they're not that mean <laughs> to you. Like, oh my gosh. Um, Did we talk that one through? Do you have, I, any, other, do you have any finishing? I, was, I've had. Scare with you. I've had pregnancy. But I just feel like it's different because it's never. I mean, the consequences of a pregnancy scare are probably so much less dramatic and, uh, you know, you, emotional and, and depthy for me. So I, I don't. What would you I don't do feel if like you knocked is, someone up? I would try to support them in whatever way they needed, you know. That was the correct answer. As Good job. As somebody who's pro-choice, you know, like, it's, of course, it's their body, their choice. But, and of course, like, I have input. And I think if they needed, like, help or advice, like, I would want to give that. Hopefully, like, I love them enough and care to, like, make sure they're, like, going to, you know, be healthy and just do whatever whatever is right for them. But, yeah, hell yeah. Their choice always. Good good answer um do you want to do another question okay cool aren't we doing like 10 or well we can just 13. do however just however many it there's feels yeah right. there's 13 but solid i got number three which is what's a movie movie that ruined love for you eternal sunshine of a spotless <gasps> mind is that the one with jim carrey yeah. where they like go in their memories and like try to erase each Can other. Can you explain? And then they, because I kind of remember the movie, but I want to hear why it ruined love for you. I don't know. I just feel like it's so sad. It's like, like the whole point of the movie is the question, like, would you like want to get rid of the good to like not have to experience the bad, I guess. Um, that was a terrible way to put it. It's such a beautiful so like, movie, but. So is that like they, they take a rid of like, like they get rid of all their knowledge of a relationship so that they don't have to think about the breakup. Is yeah. that what it, okay. That's what I thought. Something along that line, which is really sad. Yeah. Especially when you've it had just, like traumatic relationships and then you do like still remember the good parts and like have that unconditional love for them. Um, but also, it's sad to think about losing all of those experiences. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
but it's also like that'll be kind of nice yeah. sometimes <laughs> like, tempting yeah definitely time oh hell yeah i feel like i would do that at least a decent amount of the time not decent but like you know but think about how much the pain of those experiences has made you into the person you are today see and that's what i was thinking i'm like there's definitely some learning experiences that i should and sh- that i should keep and that i want to keep but in the same vein some of it's like damn i already learned this lesson and this is just pain for no reason you know what i'm saying I don't know. I feel like I talked about this before, but I feel like I went through this period where I, whenever something bad would happen to me, I would just like really try to learn from it and like be grateful for the lessons. I, feel like the I idea- mean, good for you, <laughs> yeah. but I'm also like, I feel like the idea of that movie was just like really painful. I feel like you like, have to let yourself just be sad though. Yeah. At a certain, you know, like not everything is. You have to confront the emotion. There's, there's not yeah. always a positive side to everything. I guess you probably could make a positive like a silver lining out of everything but i'm just don't have the energy or optimism to do that you know (laughs) perhaps it's less of a silver lining and just more like a callus i'm so sorry (laughs) perhaps it's less of a silver lining and more like a callus like when you have consistent like painful experiences it's like it hurts and there's a wound there but the wound heals but it'll never be the same as it once was but it's harder skin and in that strange, bittersweet way, it's a positive, but it's still a very painful positive. I'm all about dualities. I feel like one thing that I've kind of been like, like, I feel like maybe the role models I've had have told me this, but like, oh, a bad relationship. Well, now you just know what you want in the future, what to look out for, like how to spot red flag. But I'm like, I don't know if that whole thing was worth you know what you know what I mean like I don't want to like suffer something and then just be like well don't do that again or don't you know date somebody next time who has that really like problematic tendency yeah exactly and I'm like I get that sometimes we experience pain on on the behest of other people though like we didn't do anything but they did something that created that like level of like wound within us that like we can't just like now avoid like we'll always have to deal with that and that's just kind of like how it goes yeah so jonna do you have a movie that ruined love for you you wrote that question so i'm guessing you do i don't um spill i know you have one to your movies none of them came to mind at this moment so like i'm thinking like the notebook or what are classic love movies the one that i thought of i know this isn't the true answer i'm sure i had like something way more like deep in mind when i wrote that question but the one that came to mind was 10 things i hate about you (laughs) i haven't seen it it is so good (laughs) it really is it is so good and And it's based on shakespeare which is so interesting to me of the shrew it's so good heath ledger forever rest in peace in it Heath's in it that's that's it i'm watching it it's so good um and it didn't ruin love but i think movies like that i love trashy like romance movies um no matter how well they're done or not well done. Um, and I just think it gave me like a really like high expectation for like love and like interactions with like, especially men. Um, and yeah, like kind of being like, Oh, this, this is a real thing. This can happen like this. Perfect. I don't know what the movie is, but I'm assuming Heath Ledger is like a total perfect. No, he's definitely not perfect, but it's kind of like, like he's like the, he's like the bad boy, but he's actually like a natural caretaker. And, I just feel like movies like that really gave me a, a poor they expectation. False hope. They gave me false <laughs> hope. Definitely. I think a lot of like the kind of the nature of like romance movies mm-hmm. is they give you like false hope for like yes. how perfect and like like there's so many awkward situations that go into even the best relationships are yes. going to have so many awkward situations and like shitty relation like shitty moments and stuff and so it's like so like fucked up kind of it's messed up in a way to like give kids like this idea that like love is going to be perfect and it's going to like feel like it's like porn um (laughs) it's not real and it is not accurate to how it is in real life but there's still a a use for it so long as you know that it's fantasy i was like waiting to jump on that and be like no 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 it's not like porn but that was a good yeah i think you've made that connection good do you have a movie 
Um, I think Shrek ruined it. <laughs> I think it's amazing. I think it's the best movie of all time. I agree. Honestly. Not actually. I don't. I mean, it, <laughs> the I'm second sorry. the second Shrek movie was better. It's a very good movie, and it's great messaging for children. That's like, hey, appearances are not important at all. I was kind of just kidding when I said Shrek, but there's so many good things about Shrek. Um, I had another one that I was thinking of, but honestly, I don't. I think at a point, I just realized that movies are movies. And have you guys ever seen Punch Drunk Love with Adam Sandler? It's like one of it's by far my favorite Adam Sandler. I don't like Adam Sandler that much, but it's not funny. He like plays a character who's like um, kind of like a anger issues. And it's like about love, but like a very real, I don't remember the movie. I shouldn't say it's like a good portrayal of love because it's probably not at all. I don't know what I'm saying, but. So what do you guys think would be a good portrayal of love? Like, how do you view love actually? Um, That is such a good portrayal of the multiple, multitude, multiple, multiplicities, um, ways to express love and to have love and how love is like painful and hard actually also collateral beauty is an incredible movie and an incredible critique on love death and time and how they all coincide i cry every time i watch it but it is beautiful because it perfectly portrays how love in and of itself is not a happy thing all the time because the greatest loves are always going to be the greatest heartbreaks and there's a bittersweetness and a truth to that and i think that's beautiful about life yeah that's have you cool. ever I seen like portrait that. of a lady on fire no mm-hmm. that one's a good one yeah i yeah i feel like i haven't seen any movies you guys it are sounds like, like maybe... we need to have a movie night <laughs> yeah we could do like a reaction podcast nah, or we can just that. hang out and email. watch movies email, yeah <laughs> Um, um, we could go to the next question if you guys want. You can see all of them because they're not folded. So. Well, I can't see them from here. Oh, I guess that's sure. I think we did. Oh, um, we number eight, best quality, like my own best quality. Yeah, is that what? So Jonna wrote these. Did you mean our own best quality or best quality in a partner? Maybe both. Do you want to? Honestly, do both? let's do both. I can't okay. remember what I was. So thinking. Haley, what do you think your best quality is, and what do you think? is the best quality <laughs> jonna do you want to go first your own best quality and then so. it, it it's hard to not like yeah I'm like, sound like a total narcissist you know, well you know what i think confidence everyone should know what their best qualities and their worst qualities are it's self-awareness um I, yeah, Haley. I, I know. I'm aware. <laughs> I just don't want to say it. Oh, okay. Um, well, don't be. Well, then say it. Last podcast, you, you were really like, <laughs> you were really like, I feel so obnoxious. And we were just messing with you yeah. all the time. You should know the best things about yourself. And you do. So say it. I Hold on. Come back to me. Okay. So, Jonna, what do you think your best quality is? Oh, my God. Um, in a relationship? Yeah, sure. Or in like the context in of a relationship. Or just in general. I have no clue what mine is, so I'm just going to really put the pressure um, on you guys. <laughs> I would say my the best quality I can conjure Wait, what up. if we told everyone what we thought theirs were? <gasps> That's perfect. That's, That's perfect. fun. Okay, so but we Haley, don't know each other very well. I feel like I know you guys both pretty well. I don't. Okay, so go ahead. Haley, do both of us. Jonna, I feel like you would go to the ends of the earth for literally anyone, um, especially your partner. And I feel like you're very dependable and like very strong and like you can take on a lot. Wow. That um, was a very good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Um, now, now can you me up a little? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Honestly, though, I would take that if that's my best quality. I don't know. I feel like you're like a, like a nice guy. Like, I feel like I, this sounds so like, like terrible and drunk's position to what I just said about Jonna. Yeah, you were like all deep with Jonna, who you've known for like a whole, like what, a month maybe. Yeah. And I you've deep- known me for years and you're like, you're funny, I guess. I like- know, but I feel like, like you are like a really caring and nice person. Um, Thanks. Um, Should we do Haley, Jonna? Should yeah, we tell her her Haley, best qualities? And then I want to do both of you. Yeah, d- no, okay, I don't want to do both of you. Add on the gram first. 
I feel, I feel like I kind of lacked on Grant's. Do you want me to do him first? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I feel like based off of the few interactions I've had with you, I feel like your best quality is the fact that you are able to make anybody feel at home and welcome and make someone feel comfortable. And you're like not afraid to like delve into like the mushy gushy and I think that's a really wonderful trait to have because that's something I lack a lot. And so people that are able to do that, I think are phenomenal. And then for you, I think you want to fix everything for the person that you love the most. So I feel like we have a very similar trait in the sense that you want to be that stable, supportive person and you want to fix their uh problems that they may have and you also know when you just need to like listen and you're just kind of like the stable force like there for people when they need it see i was thinking like on a similar thing i think like one of your best qualities is that you're able to adapt to somebody else which i don't i mean we were talking about this a little bit with attachments that you kind of like adjust to attachments and stuff but i feel like not and i think people think of it in a bad way a lot like chameleon in relationships but i don't think that's you at all i feel like you're the same person in every relationship but you're good at like matching somebody's energy and being what they need at least that's what it seems like from knowing a couple of your exes and <laughs> knowing mark and getting to know you again now because it kind of feels like i'm getting to know you again yeah but like in the best way because you and mark seem awesome together when i hang out True. with you guys and jonna i feel like I didn't think this immediately when I met you, but after getting to know you, I feel like you're very charismatic in the way that you're you're thoughtful and intentional about doing things because you've like done some very intentional things for us already. How are those talismans treating you? It's guys? under my pillow. Yeah, it better be. Is that what it's supposed, it's supposed to be? Supposed to stay under your pillow. I tried to open it before last podcast and it was full of stuff. Yours has a special thing in that, it like, that you can take out. out. There's a Guatemalan worry child. Uh, and the thing there's a child inside me yes other is you're pregnant please Um, go and listen to the first couple episodes if you haven't already because i'm just going to keep riffing off of the same absolutely and i expected nothing less uh but no the guatemalan worry child if you whisper your worries to it and keep it under your pillow it's supposed to take your worries away so that's cool you can take that out of See, i you were very intentional i can tell because you made the bag my favorite color which i i knew you did on purpose I made the bags. Actually, I didn't. You didn't? Oh, okay. Oh, no. Well, I was no, assuming. Was but I feel like you aren't no. in, like a very thoughtful person. I made the bags based... I associate everybody with colors. Like when I think of people, I think of colors. And so I used colors that I think of when I think of you two and Mark. Yeah. So it just so happened that the color that I think of is your favorite color. But you were... I mean, that's still very intentional to like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what I said stands true. True. I mean, valid. Um, have we done everyone? Yes, we have. Uh, do we want to do what a good are the like best? Oh yeah. What qualities do you guys like in a relationship? I like a big, strong man. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Don't we all? So I feel like you guys, you guys just, you were like, you're funny, but I feel like you're the funniest. Like I listened to our first two episodes to like kind of like try to get better and i thought i was like Haley's so funny like you had some great <laughs> one-liners in the second episode yeah i'm gonna do stand-up just kidding. you should i will we support should you i will go to your s- i will go I know to you'll your support so me John. i will go to those stand-up i will bring a maybe sign maybe that's jonna's other best quality supportiveness oh i i will move heaven and hell for anybody that i care about yeah you without question I doubt it. even strangers Anyways, so. let's move what, on. What's best? Haley, you started with yes. a joke. Oh, what's um, your favorite or what quality do you think you you value the highest in a relationship? It's kind of funny because I feel like I value adaptability. Like I feel like I'm very unstable most of the time and like I need my partner to be able to like put up with that and like be there for me and like not oh. like pull away when I'm manic or something. <laughs> So I feel like that's maybe, like, while you are adaptive, like, maybe you need somebody who's, like, strong in their ways, kind of. You said big, strong man. (laughs) No, but, like, somebody who's kind of, like, firm in the way that they are grounded in the way that, like, they can, like, kind of not like handle you at your you know but like when you're you know like Like just like they'll like like a rock like yeah exactly i can just always depend on even like when i don't need anyone around like someone 
who's just like there and will put up with my bullshit and like forgive me at the end of the day like that's all i need <laughs> yeah i was just thinking about and i'm gonna like this is platonic relationships too this isn't just my love life but i think like honesty and people who are confrontational are like some of the best people in my life because i struggle with confrontation so much like this is totally like my spe- my roommate spencer is super confrontational but like in the best way because like in the way that i'm passive aggressive and won't say things he'll bring it up and it like deletes that issue for me you know like i don't even have to worry or overthink because and i think in the in my love life that's true too like some of my best relationships with have have been with people who are just super honest and like know what they want and know what they're thinking and i think that's something that i value very highly because i'm such the opposite so terrible um i feel like something i value a lot brutal honesty is very important to me in like any kind of interpersonal relationship um even if it's gonna like hurt my feelings i want to know um but especially in a relationship i feel like i really value stability and someone who understands me because i feel like i feel like you just stole both of ours i said honesty <laughs> and she said stability i like brutal honesty <laughs> and then see, I, I don't like brutal honesty see i i want brutal honesty all to the nines i think there's some things that can go never said and that's okay mm-hmm. um i want to know i'm nosy but the biggest thing is um i feel like i most people that i come into contact with don't really care to try to understand me because I kind of have this like contrarian vibe. It's very like hard to get to know. Um, and I push people mean? away. Yeah, um, contrarian. I like like that. That's like duplicity. Like equestrian. Like, equestrian? No, like, no, it's like uh, <laughs> here's how I explain it, and it's like not contrary. Make any sense. Like the the. I feel like I'm like constantly just like this live wire, and like it's really just like intimidating and a lot of people don't really care to like understand you that think you're like really intimidating you said something about that in the in one of the other episodes you were like you were like oh i wonder if they're if they're intimidated by me and i feel like i don't No, i feel understand. like a lot of people like just don't there's like a wall there and like they just dodge it which is totally okay like that's on me like that's something i need to like work on but like that i be uh, i just want to be understood by someone and someone that can like put me in my place because like i have moments too like manic episodes where i'm like ah like i'll do things cuz i'm like super anxious and like not think them through i'll like it's not cute but somebody who can understand me and be like jana i know what you're doing stop i value that like a stability and someone who can be honest with me in that sense and who can, like you said, kind of forgive me at the end of the day. Or, like, confront me on my, like, issues if I, like, did something wrong. Confrontation. Also what I said. See, <laughs> I'm, see, but I'm confrontational. So I just need someone maybe equally as confrontational. Like, Jonna, stop. That's the hottest thing someone can say to me. John, I know what you're doing. Stop. Someone who can put me in my place. That's, that's what I need. So now we're going to kind of switch gears a little bit and we're going to talk about red flags. I think I was actually, I was like talking earlier about how like, like people have said like, um, like, oh, you learned from that relationship. You, you like your, you learned what you liked and what you didn't like. And I'm like, not really. I just like skirted through some red flags and that was not a good thing. Like, and I feel like I didn't learn, you know, maybe I learned what red flags are. Maybe I didn't, I don't know. What are the biggest red flags? you guys see commonly maybe jana's more apt to to say because you you know you're not in a relationship currently i Um, see no red flags in my relationship see here's my problem (laughs) (laughs) i see red flags but i love the color red um hence my hair my outfit eyeliner eyeliner (laughs) everything love that color um, I feel like very common red flags, though, in our age group are when someone says something like, I think inconsistency, like if someone's like, hey, I'm not really looking for a relationship, but they talk and like behave as if they are, like that's irritating, but only when they're like, hey, I'm, I'm just looking for something casual, 
Um, that I think that's a little bit of a red flag because that indicates that they're like very unsure. Um, I think texting someone super late, like like a classic you up text, like that's a red flag unless like you just want to like hook up with someone. See, and I experienced this the other day because I my sleep schedule is completely flipped. I wake up at two or three p.m. <laughs> and stay up all night. And so it's like I go to text somebody and I'm like, oh, no, I'm texting them at four in the morning. Like that's going to feel that's going to seem really weird. As long as you don't say you up, I you think up. you're fine. <laughs> um, other red flags. I think any kind of comment about makeup, um, mansplaining, I think, is a little bit of a red flag, especially like. Like, I really enjoy talking about, like, nutrition and, like, fitness. And guys always just want to take that and just immediately start mansplaining, like, progressive overload to me. And I'm like, you're actually really wrong. Um, but I'll just sit here and look pretty while you talk about this, I guess. Um, I think those are some, like, common red flags. Being in a frat. Um, <laughs> being in a frat is a red flag. Um, saying all your exes are crazy big red flag yeah i yeah that that's a big one i think i feel like i've had to be much more careful because i think a lot of guys use the word crazy and it's totally messed up yes. because it's not about being about sanity at all it's just about yes. them being non-intelligent about their relationship or whatever you know like it's the easiest way out is to say oh we broke up yeah she's crazy yeah, it's ridiculous. So and overused. it's like, what did you do to make her crazy? <laughs> well, oh, yeah, I just cheated on her and like, oh, I just, and like gaslit her. I just cheated on her, but then she freaked out. Like, she's crazy. <laughs> like, that's yeah, cr ridiculous. so crazy. Like, what? Uh, not having any female friends as a man, I think, is a big red flag because it means that they don't know how to nurture a platonic relationship with a woman. Um, one flat pillow and navy sheets. I can't explain <laughs> it. It's just a red flag. What about the bed frame? Because that's one. I feel like. That was a thing when I didn't, because when I moved into my place this year, I didn't have a bed frame for a while. And I was very, not embarrassed, but kind of like, uh-oh, <laughs> like I can't bring somebody home. If you me. have sheets and nice pillows and a comforter, the bed frame is not a red flag. But if it is like no sheets, one flat pillow. So what, or, what about like a PC setup? That's Like fine. an intense gamer. Nah. Okay. Okay, mine goes into like the frat boy that I talked to who was also like a gamer. Ooh, so okay, yeah. So explain. Like, what was the red flags with that? I just feel like he was a terrible person. <laughs> I think partying, like if their only other personality trait is getting blackout. Yeah. That's a red I've flag. Had a lot of like stoner guys and girls who like they don't have anything to their personality except for like getting really messed up, like getting sloshed mm -hmm. or like just smoking, which not that I dislike either of those things, but it's just like it's like a fun extra. You gotta it's not have a personality more, trait. Yeah, you gotta have more to your character than that. Like only saying the office, like being really obsessed with the office, oh. is kind of a red. I flag. said an office quote earlier this episode. What'd you say? Soup snakes. Oh, it's an office. Right? I used to love the office growing up. You can I, love the office, but when it's the only person, like if it's like. It's like dogs, The Office, and I feel it, and like, like Rick and Morty, or like, and Disney. Oh, like if Rick those and are Morty, their, those are very different people, but I agree, those are all very common, like weird obsessions. To have. Yes, um, I feel like that brings me back to like my Tinder days when <laughs> like every other person, like their bio was like an Office quote. Oh, or really? <laughs> or like a really outdated Vine? Yeah, it's yeah. like you clearly aren't funny if you're like using like a ten-year-old Vine to like try to be funny you know what i mean like damn vine is 10 years old also having a dui i think it is i just said that but <laughs> having a dui having a dui is a little bit of a red flag quite a few friends with duis i think One of my friends has like three duis <laughs> um <laughs> just pick him up give him a ride <laughs> uh, i would if yes <laughs> being a drug dealer a d uh, that I is know. A i red think flag. a lot of people do it and no like a real one yeah, but I don't know. Like I've dated people who've sold drugs and it wasn't the worst. I don't know. Maybe my just one experience with like a like a little drug dealer. I was like, that is ooh. Um, yeah. Those are the ones. If I they can call think themselves of. a drug dealer or like really take on that persona, maybe that's a red flag for me. If they're like, that's a little yeah, bit. I'm a trap lord. True. I'm like, okay, you're not El Chapo, so go ahead and go <laughs> home. Exactly. It's like you live in Nebraska. <laughs> um yeah if they're Calm like down. really like 
fantasizing about like this persona then yeah also um really like personifying like the like archetype of like the like lone wolf cowboy like i think like <laughs> i just me <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> like, you want to tell us more about that yeah though? do you, you want to elaborate no, go like on. a cowboy what do you mean <laughs> um I dated. I just like the cowboy vibe. The cowboy love, vibe is why do you like. Think I have a mustache. Right now? <laughs> I have a tattoo that says "Be the cowboy." See, like that's Mitsuki really cute. Or, uh, Mac DeMarco. Mitsuki. That's very cute. Mitsuki, the OG. Haley, you can do it. I got a cowboy <laughs> hat for Christmas, it. and I love it. I wear it. I mean, valid. I don't wear it out that much, but I wear it when I'm at home, just chilling. One country is the only thing they listen to, and they really personify the like male country archetype. I feel like is a little bit of a red flag to me. Um, Because it also probably indicates our politics aren't going to be very similar. Um, And the same person who did that, this is the last red flag that I'm going to talk about. Um, If a man ever says the words, I think I'm a sociopath, that is a red flag. (laughs) Not because they are a sociopath. That's that's not for males only. That's for anyone. That's for anybody. (laughs) Identifies as a sociopath. Yes. Okay. But I think it's different. So in my experience and a couple of my friends, they've had these like very like soft emotional guys say, I think I'm a sociopath. Um, And they're not. They're depressed. uh, Difference. um, And they don't know how to cope with that. And so they just think they don't have any emotions. But like if they use the word, I think I'm a sociopath. Red flag. Maybe yellow flag, but probably red flag. Um, I think that's a red flag. See, I think I encounter more yellow flags than red flags. Like things, mm-hmm. traits that aren't probably great or like compatible for me, but like that aren't like terrible, you know? Like, like someone like, smells bad. <laughs> you cut that out of the last episode, so <laughs> oh, we can't shit. like reference it. Look what you. But yeah, but that, yeah, I, that's a whole different story. I don't know. I don't have, you guys have a lot of good examples of red flags, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's almost more of just like a feeling. Like I just mm-hmm. know when it's bad news, but it's not like I'm really bad at like pinpointing what it is. I don't know. What are some yellow flags that you've just encountered very often? If they love Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Do you love Taylor Swift? <laughs> Or if they like call them. Was that them... a burn at John? <laughs> oh, do you like Taylor Swift? I'm sorry. I had no clue. Was no, like, it wasn't oh at gosh. all. You guys got so quiet and I was like, why is that a big deal? No, I just like, or like, like particularly like if I'm with a straight woman and they identify as a top or bottom and that's just not. And I'm like, no <laughs> i don't know there's there's probably a, a lot that i don't being apolitical yeah that's like a that's big just... white privilege thing yeah usually in my experience is like yeah owning a motorcycle hey just kidding i bought <laughs> I like a motorcycle it. wait what motorcycles well, are I hot i him a loan for his motorcycle but he paid me back right away but he, he has a motorcycle it's like doesn't work he just got like he bought one to work on <laughs> remember that's so when... cool why did oh, i want a motorcycle i think you should hang out with mark more I mean, like... my dad taught me he taught me how to drive a motorcycle and then i crashed his motorcycle oh. i didn't like crash it crash it but i i like went off in some grass and it was very scary. I really want to learn how to ride a motorcycle. I really want to. Yeah. Put Do it. me onto your black motorcycle. You're a little pitchy there, Haley. <laughs> a little sharp. I love it, though. Yeah. Honestly, keep going. Go on. Uh, oh, really? Uh, Red flag. No, <laughs> Maybe. Um, oh, okay. So when when you're like driving the car and you're listening to music and they're like a super try-hard singer. Oh. Red flag narcissist for sure i don't know if i should say say this go ahead jonna say it (laughs) i added you are you gonna add me (laughs) if they write really sad poetry (laughs) oh no i don't i mean i've written poetry before but you don't know that about me no you told me when we were like hanging out at like the three of us and I was like, you write poetry? And you're like, yeah, For it's school. my major. It's And that's fine. I feel like some it's, people can write poetry. I would so much rather write like stories and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like when it's just like. Poetry classes are the worst at school because it's just like, hey, guys, do it. And these people are just like so. 
poetry is not everyone's hard. bad at poetry when they're starting and but it's just like i don't want to suffer through it with a bunch of people you this know is what I mean? valid but i feel like if it's really like oh like a big part of their personality like they're just like they write a ton okay. of like sad and they're like i wrote this poem poetry. about you but it's like from like three months before you met and it's just like honestly if someone wrote a poem like, about me i love your her hair green eyes and you have blue <laughs> eyes and you're like wait oh that's another yeah, red flag if they get the general. color of my eyes wrong done absolutely yeah. not i was gonna say um rupee core fans rupee yeah. cower fans red yes. flag because that's, instant red flag it's just i used to fight with our mutual friend at dochi about this i think I, we like was had, that a red flag for Adochi? No, no, I don't think she liked Rupee Core particularly, but we had we were like arguing about whether it was poetry or not. And of course, I was like a freshman English major, so I'm sure I was cringy as hell. Being but in the like, military, it's so yeah. Being in the military, yeah, that's yeah. I did not mean to interrupt you. Keep going. No, you're I'm totally so fine. I I didn't have a lot to say, so honestly, I yeah, military is red flag. Big old red flag. I love responding to the ROTC text. You guys get those? <laughs> I literally told I them, I was them. like, I don't agree with this. Don't ever contact me again, imperialist. And they never te- contacted me again. I send them memes, and, ho- and I think they're hopefully funny. I My Twitter likes them. So The last one was Dobby, and it was like, Master gave Dobby a Glock. <laughs> and I, I wrote, me pulling up to Iraq. <laughs> He didn't respond though, so apparently he didn't like it. Being super Lieutenant pro-capitalism. Wee. Being yeah. super pro-capitalism. Oh, being like a day trader. Okay, but I would date a finance guy. Well, like not a finance guy though, like a day trader, like some dude who's like just into like train stocks on Robinhood that's during the day. Like <laughs> that's that. a little weird. Well, it's not even weird. It's just like you okay, know they're Okay, I did person. use Robinhood and I made forty dollars off of it. So. Oh, that's forty dollars. Yeah, I kind of dipped after the whole like games. I own like happened. ten GameStop stocks right now do you really no i'm just kidding that would be cool though I, it's My kind of interesting and AMC cool. stock and she made like three thousand dollars or something Holy oh, wow. i'm very See, interested. It's, it's smart but like do you know what i'm talking about like those type of dudes who are like really like if it's their entire person i used to have shitty conservative guys who are like i'm smart because i i can press some buttons on mm-hmm. a thing and like you know and they're not good at like mm-hmm. Like, they're not smart. They just, like, literally listen to some YouTube video and then buy whatever stocks mm-hmm. they tell them to buy. Two-in-one shampoo or three-in-one. <laughs> instant red flag. Um, Not having a skincare routine. Like, if you don't wash your face. I feel see, like I've never met a man that washes his face. And like, Okay, so you have because I wash my face and use moisturizer. <laughs> Good for you. This is my, my thoughts on this. We're never taught how to have a skincare routine. That's true. Nobody told me, hey, Graham, it would be best for your skin if you did this. You know, like you're taught how to shave like your face because that's like a normal guy thing. I think like the gender role of like washing your face, like it, that's why guys don't do that because no one nobody says to them, hey, you should probably do this or you should probably use a good shampoo. I feel like I've told like Mark started to do it, but yeah. like my past boyfriends would be like, no, like, but I'm I, gonna I th- stick to my three and one. See, that's uh, and so if bad. they're like gun ho on like not like they're like, oh, that's weird. Then that's a red flag. Mm. But like just if they don't know, I think it's more of a society thing than this a them thing. Also, if they use if they're 20 and they still use Old Spice or Axe, grow up, grow up. Cologne is so cheap. You can if you get the right cologne, ones. But I just wear nice as long as you like deodorant. still smell good like good job i love wearing men's deodorant i <laughs> cologne is something that it's like mwah, love it i feel like that's a red flag if they're wearing a bunch of cologne they're wearing a bunch of cologne it's not okay but if it's tasteful if it's tasteful and it's like a good like dolce and cabana blue um, very specific it's just who's nice. the man with the dolce and cabana blue anybody who wears dolce and cabana blue Hit me up. <laughs> um, that's not like a huge thing, but I think if it's like just using like three in one Old Spice or Axe and that's just all you do and all you use, I'm kind of, it's not, maybe it's a yellow flag, but I'm kind of like, grow up a little, please. Also, if they don't know how to cook, if someone like doesn't know how to cook, we're 20. Or like if they don't know how to do laundry. Yes. To me, that's like a huge, like some people just aren't interested in cooking, but if they're like willing, I don't know, but like not knowing how to do your laundry just screams like privilege mm-hmm. or like, you're Mommy a child issues. you're a grown child yeah or like like they're yeah like they're not 
this could be capable of taking care of themselves. This is you're hundred percent right. Um, another one, you guys, someone might fight me on this, but if you don't know how to do your own taxes, okay, everyone mom, just uses TurboTax. My mom it's did not my hard. taxes last week. Yeah, my I'm mom still, is doing my taxes this year. I'm a dependent, and I'm like, hey, if if yeah, I don't. I mean, if I, I don't have to mess with it. I won't. It's but understandable. Like I, it's not, I don't think it's that hard to do. It's not hard to do. It's really easy. I've been doing my own taxes since I was 18. Yeah. Like, but it, that's not like a big red flag. I'm just kind of like, I'm getting to that age where I'm like, I, I want somebody who can take care of themselves and be an adult. Because like, I do that. I am an adult. Jonna used to like be very adult. into children, as we established <laughs> on the previous podcast i just so this is a big step for her this is a really big step for me and my recovery i'm proud thank you that means a lot Um, your recovery (laughs) from pedophilia yeah no Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Haley's just like dreading the editing that's gonna have to come after this episode um do you guys have any other red flags or like big green flags that it's like if someone does this it's like oh like this is awesome if someone can cook, that's a green flag. Um, or, like, tries to cook. like Yeah, and that's, mm-hmm. yeah, because, you know, I don't expect a bunch of 20, 21 year olds to, like, be perfect chefs, but, like, yeah, just like people literally that are all willing to do things and try new things mm-hmm. is a huge green. I love making breakfast burritos. Yeah, it's so easy. It's, like, everything you could ever eat. What do you put in yours? I use this, um, I think it's called, like, Lifehouse. So, like veggie sausage oh. um and then i put like there's some good veggie sauce yeah. or mm-hmm. sausages on the market i usually go like eggs mushroom potatoes and then i make like sriracha aioli or just like chipotle sauce really is one of the like chipotle mayo but i made an omelet for dinner tonight yeah with avocado and garlic salt and mushrooms and mexican cheese wow he can cook Damn. Green flag. <laughs> <laughs> um. I really like, um, I had something in mind and I totally lost it. I really like boys who are into music and I feel like this could be a red flag. <laughs> you are, aren't you? That's so funny. <laughs> like if you play the guitar, it's a green flag for me. See, I feel so weird because like never has somebody like asked me to play guitar for them. So I like never... You know what I mean? Like, when I'm seeing somebody casually, like, it's never, like, you know. Like, you just gotta how, do it. You, like, <laughs> sh- you know, like, how do you show that off without being just a one day, just bag? like Without being, like, the... What's that one song? Baby! The one that... Uh, I feel like Wonder coming Wall? out of the Wonder gate... Wonderwall. Yeah, Wonderwall. I feel like coming out of the gate and being, like, do you want me to play guitar for you? Oh, yeah. Is, like... It's cringy. No, don't do that. Red Just flag. be, like, hey, like, I have this stuck in my head. I really have to play this. No, that's like, weird. That's <laughs> funny. Uh, that's no. good. That's funny? a good move. No. no. I, it, I think it'd be weird. I feel like Mark does that all the time. I think having it out... <laughs> I think having it out visibly, and so then that if opens they it up. Ask and they're, about like, oh, it. do you play guitar? Then you can say, yeah, you want me to play something for you? that's fine i like i like talking to people who are as equally as interested in music as i am because it's fun to like have that in common Mm -hmm. except when they start talking about music theory and i have to like dig deep into my like violin days to remember like what the fuck a picardy third is that's just (laughs) like i don't think i don't know i don't i don't know anything about music theory i just watched youtube videos and Looked up chords online. Men that like music theory will always mansplain it. And so that's just what I've experienced. Men will a always bit. mansplain anything. I'm very like, I try so hard to not mansplain anything. Like, I feel like I say it a lot. Like, I'm explaining normal things that people ask me to explain. And I'm like, am I mansplaining right now? Like, is that? I don't think you mansplain. That's good. I don't. I also don't know you very well, but every interaction I've had, I don't think you've ever mansplained anything. Well, so actually. Never mind. Um, <laughs> all men are the same. If they say actually a lot, that's a red flag. Well, actually. It's funny how you say actually. <laughs> actually. Like, I'm not making fun of you, but it's like. My roommate said that I, I said things funny today. And just I was like, actually. Just that word. You say actually. They said I say breakfast. Weird. Breakfast. Like, I don't say the K <laughs> in breakfast. Breakfast. It's a soft consonant. Breakfast. Every time I go to Starbucks. What are you doing? They say Kaylee. And I say yes. Kaylee? <laughs> yeah. Except today, Jonas says, "Highly, Haley." 
Yeah, Jonna can't spell Jonna my name. Can't spell it right today. No, I've never seen you spell it right. I literally looked it up on your. I had to look up your Instagram today. Change my contact in your phone. Yeah, seriously. No, but I spelled it right today in the group chat. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, she's. Learning. It's just funny because we're like, we're like having conversations, and Jonna's just like. Highly, Haley. Do you know that video where it's like, "Am I pregnant or not? Am I pregnant?" Like it's just a, to spell my name. a million different spellings of Haley in the span of like two minutes. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'll get it eventually. I I literally don't know how to spell either of your last names. So every time I do the podcast, I have to like go to Slack and oh, like find. Mine's not. My roommate is like, like absolutely sure that your name is secretly John. He's like, I swear, she said John like four times. And I'm like, no, her name's Jonna. That's my dad's name. <laughs> That's I think it's so weird when parents name their kids after them. I thought about going by Joe for a little bit or like Joey. Just to get Joe away Joe. from that. Joey. I thought about changing my name to Mickey. My middle name is Michelle. Oh, that's cute. So, yeah. I, don't want Haley, I start though. going by Mickey. Haley, sure. you look like a Haley. Elder. Go by Elder. No. Honestly, Elder's my dad's name. <laughs> Ooh, the dysphoria with, a, a, with an absent father and having their last name. <laughs> it sucks, doesn't it? And their first name for you. <laughs> and their first name. It's just... I, just, I love my name. My dad named me after Graham Nash from Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And I'm, See, that's I'm cool. I'm content, yeah. Just go by Gigi. Yeah, we're both Gigi because his name's Gunner. So oh, that's cute. Yeah, we're G-squared. What's it like having <laughs> all the relationship with your father? He's dope. I mean, my parents are divorced. But I I have good very good relationships with both of them I think so. One time I saw your dad at roast the coffee house. Really? Yeah. <laughs> How do you know it was my dad? Adochi knew it was your dad. Oh. He's playing at um, Ozone tonight. In He's playing. Yeah, he plays music. My sister does too. I feel like I was very like hesitant to like start trying to play music and like be interested in music. Because they're both like better at playing instruments and stuff. So on that note, um, we're gonna end the podcast. Um, this has been Jonagram and Haley, and we want to thank you for playing the game. <laughs>